What is up, Why We Disney fam? Happy Wednesday. Casey and I welcome you back to another episode of the most magical podcast here on the internet. Today we have something magical in store for you. Our first special guest. We hope you enjoy. What is up, guys? Happy Why We Disney Wednesday. I am your co-host, Casey, along with my co-host, Kara. Hey, everyone. (laughs) So whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, you should get super pumped and excited because I'm we're interviewing one of my greatest friends. She not only loves Disney, but she's basically taught me like everything that she knows about Disney. Brooke, how are you? Are you excited to be on with us? Hey, I am so excited to be on with you guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, we are so blessed. I this has I've been wanting to interview you for a long time now on here. So we're super excited. You're our very first podcast Yay. guest. I'm so pumped. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Perfect. So tell us, um, so if our listeners maybe don't know who you are, tell us where they can find you if they want some more magic in their lives. And obviously, who doesn't want more magic in their lives? Absolutely. And that's funny that you say magic in your lives, because that's what I'm all about, is helping people find the magic in everyday life. Um, Hence my name, Magical Life with Brooke. And so on Instagram, you can find me at Magical Life with Brooke. And that's what I'm all about. Perfect. And I love your page so much, Brooke. It just like breathes so much positivity. You're doing like a 14 days of gratitude challenge. Can you tell Karen and I a little bit about it? Yes. I just feel that if we focus on the blessings that we have in life, we're going to be able to go through the hard things a whole lot easier. And so, you know, everything that I do on my page is all about Disney. Even my 14 days of gratitude is all about Disney. While I have trickled in, you know, some random things, I can always turn it to Disney somehow. And so leading up to Thanksgiving, I am just doing 14 days of gratitude. It's a magical life of gratitude. Um, And I'd love for everybody to join along even after Thanksgiving. I think the more we realize the good things in life, the more we will start to notice those in the bad times of life. So That's great. Especially right now in 2020, that's something that we all need to find is what can, especially right now, what can we find that we are grateful for? So I think it's amazing that you're doing that. Thanks. All right. Perfect. Well, so let's pick it off. So Brooke, I know that you were engaged at Disney to like the love of your life. And I want to hear that story. Kara wants to hear that story. Yes. want to hear that story? Hit us up with it. Yay, because I love telling this story. <laughs> <laughs> he is the love of my life. My absolute best friend. Um, never in a million years would I dream of getting engaged at Disney and it being so magical. And so I'm a little... I mean, I'm not embarrassed to say, but I am a little embarrassed to say that, you know, this was before... This was before Instagram and Facebook and um, <laughs> even MySpace. Um, oh but so this was many years ago, but it was still just as magical. And so I don't have, you know, the perfect pictures of this event, but I do have some great pictures. But it was the perfect day. We um, and if you've been going to Disney 
long enough, you know what I mean by the perfect day because Disney can be crowded and Disney, you can just have an okay day. It's still magical, but it's still, it's an okay day. Like I didn't get to do everything I wanted. This day was absolutely perfect. So we started at Hollywood studios. Um, and actually then it was still MGM. Um, I am definitely showing my age here. And then, um, (laughs) We started at MGM, now Hollywood Studios, and just had the best time. Got to ride everything that we wanted. And it was actually my first time back at Disney as an adult. And so my first time riding Tower of Terror, and I'll never forget it because I was sitting beside my boyfriend at the my boyfriend at the time and his cousin. And they I was terrified because they were holding my hands up in the air and making me just fly into the air. And so I was terrified of Tower of Terror for the longest time. <laughs> Love it now. One of my favorites. But it was just that kind of day, a fun day. And then we made our way to Magic Kingdom. And this is when Wishes was still the fireworks show. And Wishes holds a very special place in my heart. But um, before the fireworks show, about 30, 30 minutes to an hour sometimes, they would start roping off where you can't go. Um, And they had, my husband, Josh now has already had already planned. I made a comment in the day and he, he saw when we walked by, he was like, that's it. That's where I'm going to do it. Mind you, he's had the ring in his pocket all day, freaking out. And you can look back at pictures now and see his hand is in his pocket, holding on to that ring. Um, because he was a nervous wreck. And so on every ride, he was panicking, like, please don't let me lose this ring. And so we, we walk by and I make a comment of, I want to do this. And he makes a note in his mind, we're coming back and this is where I'm doing it. And so we go back and we're going to the wishing well. If you haven't guessed this yet, um, we're going to the wishing well (laughs) and they have it roped off. And so he kind of panics again and our whole family's there and he, our aunt Debbie, she works in magic. She goes and talks to one of the amazing cast members and tells what's going on. And she takes us behind the rope. And y'all, this is busy, busy time. It's Christmas at Disney right before a fireworks show. So like there's usually just, you know, shoulder to shoulder room. We have the whole area to the wishing well all to ourselves. I'm oblivious. No clue what's going on. Still, when we walk over, I just think, oh, I get to make my wish. And so we find quarters, we find some kind of change and we stand there. And again, I'm still not noticing that it's literally just Josh and I standing at the wishing well and everybody's with cameras watching. I'm oblivious. And we make our wish and he looks at me and he says, I might start crying, guys, Um, looks at me and says, did you make your wish? What did you wish for? I can't tell you what I wish for. It won't come true. (laughs) Of course, doing all of these things because I'm still so dumb and have no idea what's going on. And he looks at me and he says, he gets down on one knee and says, you'll make my one wish come true if you would be mine forever. Oh, isn't that precious? Oh my gosh, I know. And so from there, we, you know, we have the whole, because the story doesn't end there, of course. It's Disney. Of course not. And so we have this whole beautiful moment taking pictures at the Wishing Well. And then this amazing cast member that already gave us the most magical experience comes with champagne glasses from Cinderella's Royal Table and brings those to us. This beautiful little certificate of engagement signed by the princesses and Um, we get a marriage or an engagement pin with Mickey and Minnie 
and um, we get, I'm telling you, it's amazing. (laughs) We get um, the bride and groom Mickey and Minnie hats. And then she takes us. Now, this was before I'm telling you, I'm showing my age, but this was before we used to go back here for parties. So like the entrance to parties now, you know, that back area that would take you um, behind some of Main Street. Well, that used to be off limits. That was cast members only. And she took us back that way. So we felt really special because we we had dinner reservations at Tony's restaurant. And um, when we got to Tony's, she walked us, you know, behind the scenes and everything. We got to Tony's. We watched Wishes, which is why it holds a very special place in my heart. And then when we were at Tony's restaurant, we had to reenact all of Lady and the Tramp scenes, of course, with the spaghetti and then the meatball and then the whole restaurant cheered. And it was just amazing. The most magical night, most memorable moment of my entire life because I felt like a true princess. I like... (laughs) I couldn't really say much when you were speaking because, like, my mouth is just dropped. Oh, yay. <laughs> just, I love, I love Disneyland. I know, I oh. love it. And I do one day plan on, like, posting and retelling that story with the pictures that I do have on my Instagram. So hopefully you can check it out soon. Oh, my gosh. I'd love yay. that. Mm-hmm. Same. Brooke, I love hearing that story. And I swear, like every time you tell it, and I think that's like maybe like the third time I've heard it, I just get so much more like invested in it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it was packed. Like it was Christmas at Disney. So like, and I, Brooke, like, so a few weeks ago, we, Kara and I recorded an episode for cast member appreciation. Yeah. And like, thank God for these amazing cast members that didn't like, kind of say like I know you kind of want to get engaged over by the wishing well but guess what it's roped off and we're crazy right. busy they're like no let us take the time and make this special oh, for she you totally did. so oh my gosh I, we just like we're so just it, we're so happy to like have cast members that are able to just stop everything just to make them like yes. a moment special they definitely us. definitely create the magic for sure and as if Magic Kingdom is like not <laughs> like it's lacking in enough. Magic. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, so speaking of kind of Magic Kingdom, so if you were to spend a whole day in Magic Kingdom, like what would be your favorite thing to do? And I'm gonna like put a stipulation on this. So like you are completely by yourself. So like no Casey, no Josh. <laughs> No family, no kids. What would you do in Magic Gracious. What a great question. That is a loaded question, too, because, you know, as a mom who loves taking her children and I love taking my, you know, my family and gracious, I love going with my friends. Um, But as a mom, I am often like just go, 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 go. Like it's constant that I am trying to create that magic for them. So one day they'll grow up and love it as much as I do. And I want to do everything that they want to do, you know, and so I do that. And so to go by myself, oh, that would be amazing. I'm going to do it one day. <laughs> but um, solo trips to Disney, I heard, are great. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I love girls trips. You can ask Casey. I love oh, girls yeah. trips very much. And my children know and they are great and they, uh, you know, they don't pout and they're very mature about it. But to go to just a Magic Kingdom by myself, y'all, I truly could just walk around with a Joffrey's in my hand, stroll and do 
nothing. I could just look at all the beauty and all the magic and I could watch others. I could sit on Main Street for a little bit and wait for some of the character cavalcades to come through. Um, hopefully one day watch the Festival of Fantasy Parade again. Um, yes. I could just, you know, leave Main Street and go to the Hubgrass for a little bit. I could go to the castle for a little bit. I could hop on a few rides if I wanted, but I truly could just sit and people watch it would be amazing and just walk around and take pictures (laughs) I can just see you Brooke like over by the wishing well just with your Joffreys just like chilling by yourself yeah there's a bench with my name on it right there (laughs) (laughs) that is literally perfect and I love that you mentioned Joffreys well actually before we move on um Kara I want you to also answer that question too so like if you had one day in Magic Kingdom, like, like, what would you do? What was your favorite thing? Oh, yeah. I wasn't expecting you to ask me <laughs> that question. Um, wow. One day to myself. I mean, what Brooke said is like, the, I feel like the go-to answer. And it's definitely like with Disney, I only go there once a year right now. So like just being able to go by myself and just relax and I don't know, meet new people, like, talk to people on Main Street, watch everything, and just, like, appreciate the detail of the Imagineering. I think a lot of times when everyone goes to Disney, it's like, oh, yeah, there's Dumbo, and there's, you know, uh, there's the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and here's all this stuff, but, like, the intricacies of all the color patterns and the just everything about the castle and just really appreciating all the details and being able to like, as Brooke said, walk around and just seeing all those details, I think would really mean a lot. Yeah. Can I interject here too? Um, There are so many stories in the windows of main street that so many people don't know. And there's so many like well-known famous names and reasonings behind that, that so many people pass those every day and don't understand the background behind that. And it's, it's amazing when you know it and you can walk through and actually just look at main street and understand Walt's vision for main street. It's so cool. There's so much Disney history that people miss and it's just, it's unfortunate. And I, I mean, that's what people can learn about on this podcast. All of you that are listening, I hope you guys are going to get some of that information here, but it's just, there is, there's so much detail and so much to appreciate, just like the specific windows of Main Street of Magic Kingdom. There's so much there that you could get. Oh, for sure. For sure. So obviously Brooke and I are like huge Joffrey's fans, like huge. We stinking love it (laughs) everything about it I want you to tell us Brooke like your Joffrey's drink of choice oh well hands down my go-to is the caramel cold brew that is the shaken Jamaican caramel cold Mm -hmm. brew it is hands down my absolute favorite I get it every day that I'm there (laughs) no matter where I am what park I am now I could possibly be drinking other drinks at that time as well but Um, My go-to is definitely the caramel cold brew and the caramel is an add-in. So if you don't like caramel, you can add in any flavor. You can get vanilla, you can get mocha. Um, And so you could just ask them the flavors that they have if you don't like caramel. So caramel is an add-in for me for sure. But every park also has their own specialty coffee, Um, their specialty latte for that season sometimes, or even for, just the park. And so those are also really good to give a try. Um, I would say my 
favorite specialty right now. It's probably not my go-to, but it has become my go-to because caramel cold brew, like I said, is my cold, my go-to, but the toffee flight is, is a, it's a high second. (laughs) Right. Right. For sure. I was going to say like for me, um, the shaken Jamaican cold brew, I get it every single time, except when I'm at Magic Kingdom, I will always get the uh, s'mores latte in Tomorrowland. It is literally incredible. Mission to s'mores is so good. Oh, so good. I could taste it right now. <laughs> oh, I'm about to just pack up and Let's go. Let's go. I'm in. <laughs> Here Casey, I just feel like you're the Joffrey's queen. <laughs> just like all questions about Joffrey's. All of them. Me and Brooke can answer any questions yes. about Joffrey's for real. Kara, did you try Joffrey's for the first time when you were there last week? Okay, okay. Next question. Okay, I know, I do. I need to be honest for the listeners, for the audience. Here's the thing, guys. Medium French vanilla iced coffee at Dunkin' is my go-to, okay? So I'm just, like, giving the flavor profile of, like, what I like. It's very sweet to very, I don't know. But when I tried the Joffrey's, and to be fair, I only got it when I was at Pop Century, and they like had the Joffrey's available. So maybe I need to try it somewhere else or with some different flavors. But guys, I, I couldn't do Are it. You? I just got the a Joffrey's cold that brew. was in the room. No. They had they had it like available at the like, quick service. You could get it at yes. Pop Center. Okay. No, you yeah. d- you definitely need to go to a kiosk. I just, I was not a fan, guys. I know people are going to come for me in the comments, and that's fine. Y'all can come for me. And it's just, I don't know. And maybe it's too, like, when I'm at the parks, I don't really think about getting, like, a general drink. It's like, okay, I'm at Magic Kingdom. I need to get a LeFou's brew. Okay, I'm at Animal Kingdom. I need to get a Night Blossom. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe I'm just, like, not in the, like, regular drink mood too i don't know it could be a combination of things and i'm just rambling at this point about how much i don't like joffrey's but i do i need to try it somewhere else definitely try it at one of the joffrey's kiosks because they are gonna make it much better um but i mean you also may not be a coffee addict like some of us and have major issues either it's okay it's fine I don't like strong coffee. Sure. So, and I think it was just a little too strong for me. But again, I do need to try it elsewhere because I know people are going to come for me and that's fine. I will try it again. (laughs) Well, when you made the parallel to like Dunkin' Donuts coffee, their coffee is sweet. Mm -hmm. Like, so. Yeah. So, Joffrey's, I don't think anywhere is going to be like super, super, super sweet unless you ask them, like, hey, Put me some caramel in there. Put me some mocha in there. Like, put me some extra cream. Like you, and they'll make it however yeah. you want to make it. You want it, but um, but for sure, yeah, we got to get you on the Joffrey's kit, Kara. Yeah. I will. I will give it another <laughs> chance. I won't say no yet. I'll just say I, I didn't have a grand magical experience, but I will try the magic of Joffrey's again. <laughs> if you love it. You have to get on here and tell us all about it. Yes. Oh, for sure. Y'all know that. I will. Brooke, when is your next trip? Yay. My next trip is December 17th through 21st. So holler at me if you're there. And I'm so excited about this trip, y'all. So the the beautiful thing about taking girls trips, I absolutely adore going with my family. And I wouldn't trade anything 
for it in the world. But the amazing thing about taking girls trips is you can split the cost and it makes it much cheaper to go than going with your family where you have to pay for the whole entire room. And so with that being said, I am staying at two new resorts. And so I get to do, um, well, they're not new resorts, but they're new to me. So I get to do first a lot when I do girls trips because we split the cost and y'all I'm so excited. I am staying (laughs) at the grand Floridian. Is that not amazing? Okay. And to make it even better, I'm leaving the grand grand Floridian. And I'm staying at the Riviera Resort. Guys, I could just, so I could just fall over right now. Like, I'm so <laughs> stinking excited. <laughs> Cannot wait. Oh, that is amazing. The Riviera is just, it's just it's stunning. dreamy. Like, and the Grand is too now. Yes. Like, no, not going to lie. And I'm very excited. This has been on my list for a very long time. So I'm really excited. I've never seen the Grand IRL. But I've I've been to um, Riviera and that was super beautiful. I've only seen the Grand Floridian on like pictures, and it looks just like yes. spectacular. Like it looks like even non Disney, mm-hmm. just like uh, I don't even know what to, like red carpet. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. So I'm I'm so, and so your next for you. trip. Just uh, hop on a monorail and go see it, girl. It is amazing. The food's good there too. Shopping's oh yeah, good there. It's awesome. Oh. Gosh, you're okay. Right. I'll go visit. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> Brooke, we need to take care of Disney. Let's like do she it. needs to be in our next girl trip. Next trip. Let's do it. <sighs> Yay! Girls trip. <laughs> Y'all are so much fun. Sorry, like I haven't it. even got through like half of my questions yet. We've just been like chatting, like we're all having a FaceTime, like just chatting call about Disney. I could talk <laughs> Disney all day. I love it. It's my favorite. Oh gosh. And Brooke, <laughs> I really want to have you on the podcast again, like after you stay at the Grand and after you stay at the Riviera to just like, just talk with us, like tell us about it. Tell me about everything. Tell me about this. Give you a full report. Tell me about the bath. <laughs> yes, I will do it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's kind of flip the switch a little bit. So some more questions now just related to, I guess, Disney during COVID. And we can all agree that like Disney during COVID is quite different than just regular Disney, right? Yeah. So my first question in that regard to you is just what are your thoughts? What were your thoughts on opening weekend? So tell me about the crowds, like wearing a mask in July. Like, tell me all about it. I know I was there with you, but I just want to hear your thoughts on like opening weekend. So what was that like July 15th? Or something yeah, I think like that? we were there like literally the day after it opened. Up. Yeah, because right. we couldn't something get like a park that. pass for for the opening day. Um, and so we were there the second day it opened and honestly i was i was actually blown away i i think that they did a wonderful job i was uh, over and beyond impressed with the crowd levels um i kept saying you know if if i can get these crowd levels with a mask i'm okay with wearing the mask um because it was right. literally mm-hmm. every ride was a walk on um 
every ride was a walk-on and it was nice. And it what you could see the cast members cleaning the rides in between. You could see, um, you know, easy, easy opportunities to social distance. It was not difficult to social distance at all. Um, and it, I don't know, it was just so spread out. You get those amazing, um, you know, empty pictures that you long for. Um, but the only unfortunate thing is you have a mask in those amazing empty pictures. Um, True. And you know what? If if you have to wear a mask to get an empty picture, I can wear as many masks mm-hmm. as people want me right. to. How right. many masks <laughs> you want me to wear? Right. I'll do it. And you know, the mask, it's hard, but it it's not as hard as I thought it would be. Even in July heat, it was hard. Um you know, but I just, <laughs> I walked through it knowing, well, half of my face is just going to be sweaty and it's not going to be seen. And so it's okay. And, you know, change your mask if it gets too sweaty, but you know, you're, you're good. And so the mask was hard, but, or is still hard, but I mean, it was doable. It wasn't, if my, if my children can do it, I think anybody can do it really, you know, and they did it with grace. They did it right. greatly. I was so proud. And now how old are your kids? Just so our listeners know, because I feel like, um, I feel like sometimes before we take our kids to Disney during COVID, like we need to kind of see how kids maybe their age or a little bit older or younger might react to like wearing a mask. So for just for our listeners, like how old are your kids and how did they do? Absolutely. I think that's very important is if you know people that are going and they have children, definitely talk to them or know people that have gone and they have children, definitely talk. So my daughter is um, 12 years old. And my son is nine. And so they are a little bit older, but even that age struggles with wearing masks. And I've just been very proud. So we did a lot of practicing with masks at home before. And um, this was before we were back in school where they have to wear a mask now. So they're used to masks at this point. But before when park opened and I took them in July, they, you know, we were quarantined. We were in the house all the time, so they didn't have to wear a mask. And so we did a lot of practicing with that to prepare. And we found the best mask, you know, things that made them the most comfortable. And um, they really have blown me away with, with the mask. Uh, I've been so proud with them, of of them with that. Um, Yeah. And they, I mean, they don't like it, but they do it because they love Disney. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. And, I was like, I was concerned about wearing a mask for that long period of time. Like right now I'm teaching from home. So like the only time I have to put a mask on is, is when I go to, you know, to the store, to Target, to wherever. So I'm, I'm only wearing it for maybe like an hour or so at a time. So I was concerned, like going to the park, like, you know, those 12 hour mm-hmm. days that I'd be doing. And um, I was like, how am I going to do this? But yeah. honestly, it was fine. I like forgot I had it on sometimes. Yeah. That's cool. I thought like, that's just such a super good nugget. Brooke is like, Hey, if you're taking your kids that may be younger to Disney, like maybe practice Mm -hmm. at home a little bit, make them walk around the house for an hour with a mask on, like just get them into it. The best practice for Florida weather is turn the shower on really hot and stand in your bathroom with your mask on. That'd be great practice. (laughs) So this isn't only Disney tips, (laughs) parenting Disney tips. (laughs) Brooke, you need to start your own podcast and like parenting at Disney or parenting tips at Disney or something. <laughs> That'd be <like> that. fun. <laughs> you would kill tell. that. You would kill that. So I loved Disney in July um, opening weekend personally, but now we can be real. So 
Disney now, right? Like Disney, September, October, November, December. Um, it's a little bit different from when they opened in July. So tell me your thoughts on like Disney during COVID now. The crowds have picked up. Kind of what are your th- yeah, thoughts? Yeah, it is that? definitely different now. Um, not as, you know, nice. I, I'm with you, Casey. I loved it in July. Um, now it, the lines are a little bit longer. You know, they are definitely, it is. Bring back yes. fast passes. Bring back the fast bring passes. Back. Absolutely. If we're going to continue to increase the capacity, which we're at 35% now, um, if we're going to continue to increase the capacity, then we're going to have to come up with some kind of system to where we're not. So, I mean, the queues are only going to get tighter. We can't six feet apart so much because we're going to be, you know, halfway across the park waiting in this queue. And so, um, yeah, I fear something's going to have to come back or a whole lot more virtual queues are going to start popping up than we realize. So, um, but right now is definitely different. Um, I would say social, staying socially distanced outside of the queues is where I'm seeing more difficulty. I was saying I truly don't understand why they're not um, utilizing the fast pass queues because it's less people outside mm-hmm. of it the is. ride. You know what I mean? So it's just the math this is not adding up to me. Yeah, I, and I, I don't really always don't get understand it. their process either. I do know though that um, they're still using the fast pass queue for um, like the DAS pass. And if you don't know what the DAS pass is, it's the disability pass. So if you have a member in your family that has a disability, you can get something called a DAS pass. And it it works somewhat like a fast pass for you, but it's where you go and you say, I have a DAS pass. They'll give you a time to come back. So it's typically the wait time of that. You would just have, you know, you would come back at say one o'clock and it would be your fast pass. And so they are using those lines still for that, the fast pass line for that. So that may be why they don't split us into two lines and use both sides. I'm not sure, but I do see. You know what? I'm so glad you said that because um, when I went to my trip in November, all these people kept Mm -hmm. using the fast pass queue. And I like didn't know. I never heard of DAS pass. Well, I'm learning something today too, guys. Yeah. So the DAS pass (laughs) is for any disability. So if you have a child that even has ADHD, and um, it's medically diagnosed, not parent diagnosed, if it's medically diagnosed, they um, and you can Mm -hmm. say that my child cannot wait in an hour long ride, you know, line, excuse me. Um, There are some kids I don't want to stand beside for an hour long, you know, wait, um, because they, bless their hearts, (laughs) they just can't take it. And so then you can hop in, you know, get a DAS pass for that. And so if you, if you have a child in your family or any member of your family, doesn't have to be a child, but anyone in your family, look into the DAS pass for sure. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. Great to know. Thanks, Brooke. Brooke is the best. Like I'm telling you, he is the best. So, and I feel like you've kind of briefly touched on this, but I'm going to just make you answer it just as a whole. But how can people who may be traveling to Walt Disney World in, I guess, in 2020 or maybe early 2021, how can they be best prepared? Yeah, that's a good question. Definitely talk to people that have been. Um, One thing that I would say is if this virus really makes you nervous, 
the more that the capacity increases at Disney, the harder it's going to be to distance yourself. And so if it is something that already makes you nervous, maybe it's not the time for you to go. Um, because right now, I truly think that Disney is doing an amazing job at keeping the magic alive. And I, I, I almost feel certain that you girls would agree with me in saying that in this, you know, terrible time that we're in and the unfortunate things that they've had to take away, the things that break my heart, they've done an amazing job of keeping that magic alive, even though they had to take some of these away. But I've, I've seen throughout this whole thing, so many people just gripe and complain. And I want to say, but you don't have to go right now. You know, if that's not your thing right now, you don't, you, it's your choice. You don't have to go right now. And so if the virus makes you nervous, if, you know, the fact that you don't get character meeting greets right now, if that makes you nervous, then that's your decision and you don't have to go. But preparing to go, even if mm -hmm. it does make you nervous and you still say, well, no, I think I can go. Well, prepare yourself. You know, you can bring wipes to like the sanitation wipes to wipe your hands. Um, I will say that one thing that they I haven't noticed that they're doing is in between rides. So if say that I get off of a ride, they're not coming behind me and wiping the seats down or the handles down before the next person gets on that ride. And so if that part bothers you, then, you know, bring your own wipes and wipe it down before you get into the, to the um, car or whatever it is that you're riding. It's all about being proactive. Absolutely. And too many people reactive. right now I feel are being reactive. And so there's so much negative out there that I think a lot of people don't always see, but there's so much positive. They're doing such a great job of keeping things clean and keeping you distance. And, you know, while they, some say they're, they were rude to me and they told me to pull my mask up. Yes. But they're doing that so we can still have our Disney, you know, like I look at it as I'm mm -hmm. so grateful that they have opened, like my heart breaks for our Disneyland friends that they haven't opened yet. And I don't know when they're going to open. And I'm just grateful that Disney World has and all of the precautions that they're taking to stay that way. And so preparing, you know, just know what you're going into. Know that you have to wear a mask <laughs> and keep it on. Make, know that, you know, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. Use it. Bring your own. Know that, you know, some people are uncomfortable mm -hmm. if you step a little closer. And that's okay. That's that's their prerogative, you know, if you, you know, but make sure that you're looking, know if your child can handle it or not. You should know at this point, if your child's going to be able to keep on a mask or not, if they're falling to that age limit and it's a struggle again, maybe now's not the time to take them. I hope that answers the question. It maybe sounds harsh on my end. I hope it doesn't sound harsh because I love Disney so much. And I think I just get so tired of hearing so many people say, all of the negative things when I know that these cast members are working their tails off to, to make the magic stay alive and make this the cleanest place. Like y'all, I'm not kidding when I say I feel safer at Disney cleanliness wise than I do at most of the grocery stores or even target that I go to sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Her reach. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And like, I mean, Casey and I are going to discuss on our next episode all the things about, you know, Disney during COVID, but it's, Every there's hand sanitizer everywhere. And crazy, mm -hmm. but you can bring your own. 
Like, as Brooke said, you can bring your own whites. You can do what you can do. You can change your mask. You can stay 10 feet away. Like, uh, you can do what you need to do. But the fact of the matter is Disney is open and Disney is here. And so those that can and those that are willing to are going to enjoy the magic. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Brooke, like, I just so love your perspective on Disney like I love I love going to Disney with you you're so dang fun and (laughs) you've truly just like you've helped me like fall in love with this huge concept of Disney World and I'm so grateful to you Um, for real no but for real like you are you're just such an inspiration and even even tonight there's just like talking to like our listeners about like little nuggets and things that they can do to make their trip better. Like you, you just went like above and beyond and I'm so grateful. And Kara, I know you are too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm like waiting for Brooke to (laughs) drop her book. Oh man. Y'all are full of Disney nuggets 101. But that is truly my goal. And I think Casey, I told you this probably even on our first trip, nothing makes me happier than watching a first timer. Like I want I know right. that I'm obsessed. <laughs> okay, I get it. I have, I love Disney. My family tells me, my friends tell me it's okay. I, and I, 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 you know, I've confronted this problem and I know, and I don't consider it a problem. I consider it a blessing. <laughs> I know that I'm obsessed and I know that not everybody's going to love it the way that I do. But oh man, if they could just get a glimpse of how much I love it. It's just, it's amazing. And so that's, that's one of the reasons why I even turned my Instagram into magical life with Brooke, because I want everybody to see the magic, not only in Disney, but in everyday life and how we can incorporate my two loves of Jesus Christ and Disney. I can incorporate those two things and just show how amazing just this magical life that we've been giving can be. And so it makes me happy. And so thank you. Kind words. (laughs) absolutely well that is it for today's episode thank you all so much for listening thank you brooke for joining us we we're just i'm just so happy thank you so much but um yep thank you brooke and if you (laughs) and if you guys um would just make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel and also please like us on facebook hopefully there'll be an instagram coming at some point but just stay up with us we release episodes every single wednesday and yeah thank y'all so much for joining we love you and we hope you have a magical rest of your week bye bye